Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. Reverse your insulin resistance challenge, diffusing low-carb confusion. Awesome. Tonight, my husband and I are going to the Cheryl Crow concert here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Woohoo! I am so excited. I've been a huge fan of her. She's a bucket list concert. I love going to concerts. I love music. I'm your backup singer, and you're the rock star, okay? All right. I can't believe we're week nine. I always say it. I always say this is the most important week. I think last week probably was the most important week. That was Let's Life Coach. And I taught you all the life coaching principles. Go back. And to join the 12-week challenge, all you have to do, there's nothing official, is follow IME Community on TikTok. And I do daily videos. And I do usually daily TikTok lives, sometimes more than one, sometimes not. Um, but I try to get on there. Today was awesome. I did a TikTok live over uh, the lunch hour and a woman said, thank you so much for all the content that you produce and all the support. It's really awesome. And I'm so excited because after 12 weeks of the challenge, I'll have nearly 200 TikTok videos that I've done, almost 150, probably more than that, uh, Instagram posts and I don't know how many YouTube videos like this and podcasts, but I'm laying out the week for you here, and I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about um, going low carb, okay? Here's, there's a lot of confusion when it comes to um, low carb. I'm celebrating my four-year anniversary of a low carb lifestyle and learning all about life coaching and then leaning into becoming a life coach, taking my obesity medicine boards. Um, what else have I done? Mm. Founder of IME Community. Also, again, I went through my own journey. I coach teens and parents and help support you um, to reach your health and weight goals and life goals too. So you can use all these tools to slay your dreams. I meet you where you are. A lot of the teens I'm coaching are interested in low carb lifestyle and learning more about it. So who better than me in this world, literally, to coach teens or anyone on this. I'm also a founding member of the Society of Metabolic Health uh, Practitioners, which is a handful of physicians and healthcare providers around the world who are taking a metabolic health approach, looking at the data and talking about, you know, how we need to challenge the status quo. And we need to be able to speak up and say, we have to address insulin resistance. We have to have a metabolic health approach if we're gonna really help people reach their health goals and actually lose weight sustainably. First, um, we have to reject a diet mentality. So I'm gonna debunk some of the myths around low carb. 
um, diffusing low carb confusion, okay? Low carb is not zero carbs. Carbs are not bad. I eat carbs, okay? Carbs are not bad. Eating low carb is not restriction. You don't have to count carbs to eat low carb. I really never counted my carbs. I haven't. Cutting back on processed carbs and refined sugars and not eating trans fats, which are the fats found in processed foods, are something that everybody agrees on. Everybody. I'm finding that out on TikTok. I follow all the intuitive eating dietitians. I follow everybody. Um, even doctors are saying it. They won't admit it, but even they added it to the dietary guidelines. And they, they are saying, um, you know, we need to, you need to eat more protein. You need to eat healthy fats. You need to cut back on refined sugars and your processed carbs. We need to address insulin resistance if we're going to get anywhere. So come on. Uh, you're just singing my tune here. We can all agree on it, all right? Our bodies were not made or created to be able to be exposed or process all of the processed carbs that are in our food system, that our brains now are conditioned to uh, be exposed to. I mean, we just have these conditioned pathways and we can change that. Our brains are adaptable and malleable. I've taught you that. Okay, cool. All right, low calorie and low fat diets, diet culture, unfun, new new backwards, um, we've been attached to for decades has been an epic failure. We know that. It's horrible. It's horrible. Don't go on a diet. It's driven the epidemic of obesity, insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, I talked about that week seven, and all the other psychosocial and economic costs that have come along with this epidemic. Let's drop it. Let's drop that diet culture like a book. Uh, uh, uh. I'm going through, wrote down like 10, just literally right off the top of my head, harms of diet culture. These are rules that diet culture teaches us that we need to break. And then people on these one-dimensional apps like TikTok, which I'm on all the time, um, say, oh, when I do, I did a video last week on to reach your uh, metabolic health goals, your healthy weight set point, which you can reach if you take a metabolic health approach and you don't put your weight loss on a timeline and you have a big powerful why and you do life coaching and it's amazing, da-da-da-da-da. I'm giving you everything that I had to create a healthy life. Okay. So, if you are, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry. I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, I wanted to really address that. Um, okay. So, we've been talking about it. We can drop our diet. Oh, back to the beliefs. So, the thing is, you have to start breaking your diet rules. And diet rules, and then people will say, oh, well, you're saying that we can just eat whatever and um, not care about it and just stay fat and stay unhealthy. And I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's, I'm gonna start sharing. I'll probably start tomorrow because I don't like to put out too many videos because my teens and my member community are like, you're just gonna like cancel yourself out. You're cancel culturing yourself when you put out too many videos, Dr. Carla. Okay, so, but I'm gonna share about the, um, the diet rules like the harms of diet culture so i want you to start thinking of what those are okay and there i mean these are mine that are off the top of my head you have your own that you can think of okay all right we get to move forward with curiosity and the power of choosing for ourselves choice power is everything and when i started my weight loss health transformation journey four years ago woo, september 5th 2017 
I had no clue that I was going to be adopting a low-carb lifestyle. I was literally clueless, which is a great movie if you haven't seen it. And Paul Rudd was, he doesn't know me, but he was at the, uh, he was at KU when I was there. And he, he dated, I think, someone in my sorority. Well, he did, I know. I don't know. And then I know he knows my um, ex-boyfriend. Hmm. So I'm super famous. One time I saw Jack Black in uh, by the elevator at the Orlando Airport Hilton at about one in the morning. Um, and you could tell he like didn't want to see anybody. He was going, I don't know, down to maybe grab something to eat. I don't know. Anyway, I said, hey, you're Jack Black. And he said, you are right, I am. And I was like fumbling for my phone. Can you wait? Um, I really want to get a picture. We're huge fans. We love Kung Fu Panda. And he was like, hurry it up, hurry it up. Anyway, I got this really awesome picture of him. And people were like, why didn't you get in the photo with him? Why did you do a selfie with him? Because then nobody's going to believe that um, that you saw Jack Black. And I'm like, uh, because I think he thought I was a psycho anyway. And he probably wouldn't have let me get that, let me get that close to him. But anyway. And then here comes my husband around the corner. And he's like, oh, Carl, we need to get Andrew a toothbrush. And I go, oh, hold on a second. I'm talking to Jack Black. So, you know, that was my one moment of fame. All right. Cutting your processed carbs is not a cure-all for everyone, okay? It's not one size fits all. Choice power. You're getting data. You're curious. You get to choose. You get to take an individualized approach, okay? If you're taking medications also, again, I am a pediatrician. I am an obesity medicine doctor. I am not your doctor. I'm not giving medical information on this podcast. I'm just educating you on low-carb lifestyle. That's it. So... I always encourage you to visit with your doctor, especially if you're taking medications for something like diabetes or whatever. You need to, if you adjust what you're eating as far as carbohydrates, you need to adjust your medications most likely because your blood sugars will go down and you may need your meds adjusted. But and anyway, not giving medical advice and I'm not your doctor. But I am a real doctor on YouTube. I'm not a fake one. I'm a real one and it's fun. And being a pediatrician has been one of the major gifts of my life. Anyway, that's serious. Monday macros, let's get the lowdown for the week here, okay? So what's essential nutrition? You all have heard of macronutrients, okay? Have you heard of macros? Some of the teens I coach have, some haven't. They'll be like, yeah, I've kind of heard it, sounds familiar, so macros, macros, quality macros. Macros are um, like protein, fat, carbohydrate, macronutrients. Um, in other words, but what's these, what are essential macros? What are essential macronutrients? What are the macros that our bodies have to have to function that we need to ingest, we need to actually eat because we can't produce them ourselves? And so our bodies require us to consume protein and fat to function. We need those or we will die. Protein and fat are essential nutrition for us to live. Essential nutrition means that our bodies can't make them on their own. I just repeated myself. Um, studies have shown that our bodies can produce glucose, which is the energy source from carbs, carbohydrates, for energy, even when we're not consuming carbohydrates. Our bodies are amazing. That doesn't mean that foods that have carbs in them are bad or that there aren't benefits to eating carbs, especially complex carbs like vegetables and whole grains and all the great things that come with it, okay? Carbs are not bad, I eat carbs. Low carb doesn't mean zero carb, okay? It's not a diet. 
Our bodies were meant to consume and be exposed to all the processed carbs that are out there and that we get conditioned to eat. Believe me, I was clinically obese. I understand what it's like to be conditioned to crave and have urges for sugar and not feel our emotions, okay? I understand it all. I only coach on things that I've been through. I got your back. I got your back. A well-formulated carbohydrate reduced diet includes or lifestyle, whatever, adequate energy, protein, fat, vitamins, and minerals. With adequate protein and fat, the dietary carbohydrate requirement is zero. This is published in 2005 in the Institute of Medicine and by Dr. Eric Westman, who's at Duke in 2002. And he's a doctor like me. I mean, he has a lot of studies on this. So follow him. Awesome. So even when she blinded me with science, I love this stuff. Even when no dietary carbohydrate is consumed. So even when you eat zero carbs, glucose-dependent tissues, tissues in our body, like our brain is one that needs glucose to run, to function. They're able to use glucose produced through more science, gluconeogenesis and glycogenolysis. Another study by Dr. Eric Westman in 2007. So we can make it in our bodies. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be eating carbs. Again, there's a lot of good things that come with it. We want a healthful, balanced diet. We want to transition to complex carbs, protein, and fat. Okay? We're adding in the good. We're not focusing on restricting. That creates more desire. Because dietary carbohydrate is not essential, it need not be a primary focus for certain therapeutic nutritional inventions. And I got this information from, I'm a founding member of the Society for Metabolic Health Practitioners, and um, which I like to talk about a lot. If you go to our website, smhp.org, it has the clinical um, guidelines for therapeutic carbohydrate reduction. So you might want to be interested in that, okay? Tuesday, low carb level up, different levels of carbohydrate reduction. So what are they? Because you hear a lot, what's keto? What's low carb? What's very low carb? What's moderate? You know, what are, what are they? Um, it can take many forms. It really is kind of like low carb is really not specific. Like I said, I don't really count carbs um, because that's not of interest to me. I have done it maybe like once or so just to get kind of a general idea of how many carbs I'm eating. And I also did that for protein. Okay, not too long ago to see how much protein I was getting, make sure I was getting enough and that I eat protein every time I'm eating. Okay, I want you to do that too. All right, so therapeutic carbohydrate reduction, going low carb refers to dietary interventions. So food, <laughs> food changes that are in absolute, it's measured in grams per day. And so anything that falls below 130 grams of dietary carbohydrate per day, which is the U.S. dietary reference intake for carbohydrate, that's established by the Institute of Medicine in 2005. This is kind of like, it doesn't say recommended, it's just a reference, okay? It's a little bit arbitrary. So go with 130 grams, anything less than that is considered lower, you know, carbohydrate reduction or low carb, okay? Here's the definitions based on studies, and you'll find those in those clinical guidelines, but you don't have to look them up because I'm here telling them to you, okay? Awesome. All right, so um, I had to have a drink of my iced tea. 
Very low carbohydrate ketogenic diets. I don't encourage teens to go keto. I don't encourage people to go keto. I mean, it's probably not necessary if you want to and you really um, have health reasons for it and you talk to your doctor and someone who's familiar with it and you, um, you like your reasons and you make that decision, then go for it. But it can be like just like another diet if you have a um, kind of restrictive mindset, all or nothing thinking with keto, okay? Again, I reached my health goals, metabolic health goals, doing great um, with a low carb lifestyle and I didn't go keto. And I'm just, I'm, I know that's me, um, but for me, like I wanted a lifestyle that I would be sticking to forever, that I would like really enjoy the food, but I, I had no interest in, in being that restrictive. But I mean, it's not necessarily restrictive when you go keto because um, I shouldn't even use that word because it's really, you know, uh, the food it has a lot of fat in it. Um, it has a lot of protein in it. So you get very satiated, you get very full, you feel very satisfied eating it. A very low carbohydrate, ketogenic um, diet is 30 grams or less of dietary carbohydrate per day. Okay? Sarah Hallberg, Dr. Sarah Hallberg et al. 2018 study. Low carbohydrate ketogenic is 30 to 50 grams of dietary carbohydrate per day. Dr. Saslow et al. 2017 study. Reduced carbohydrate diets, which is probably usually what I do, 50 to 130 grams of carbohydrate per day, a level that is higher than levels listed above and lower than the US daily or dietary reference intake for carbohydrate, 50 to 130 grams. That's like low carb. Moderate carbohydrate restricted or reduced is more than 130 grams and a range of like 45 to 65% of your daily calories come from carbohydrate. This is the like moderate, moderate carbohydrate um, eating is what a lot of type 2 diabetics, new type 2 diabetics are put on, okay? What are net carbs Wednesday? Definitions of carbohydrate intake levels may refer to either total carbohydrate, you've heard total carbs, or net carbs. So total carbohydrate content or to non-fiber grams of carbohydrate, okay? Fiber that um, is typically not metabolized to glucose, so it won't cause a spike in insulin in your body, fiber. Using food labels or nutrition data, the calculation of total carbohydrate minus fiber is referred to as net carbohydrate, okay? We don't know, there haven't really been studies looking at whether, you know, levels of like total or net carbohydrate are better or, you know, it can't really inform any sort of like clinical approach and to say what's best for patients looking at total carbs or net carbs. You choose, you choose. Protein Power Thursday. In contrast to carbohydrate, protein is an essential macronutrient because amino acids, which are linked together to create proteins, are unable to be made by the body and need to be provided by ingested protein, some of them. Uh, patients may choose an 
a plant-based approach to protein, which you have to be really intentional getting enough protein that way, which you can, and a lot of people do it and are super healthy and great um, to get adequate protein intake. The RDA recommended dietary allowance for adults is 0.8 grams of protein per, per kilogram of ideal body weight per day. This is getting really into the weeds here, but um, all right. You may need to take in additional uh, protein and usually depending on your kidney function, if you don't have any problems with your kidneys, you're not diabetic, um, you can always talk to your doctor about this. Um, you drink a lot of water, you can usually handle two grams protein per kilo of ideal body weight. Even at levels above the RDA, protein intake on a low carbohydrate diet typically remains within the acceptable amount, 10 to 35. So you wanna get your protein levels about 10 to 35% of your total intake for the day, okay? To total of all the calories. So we're looking at the quality and the composition of the calories and not focusing on the number of calories, okay? Yummy Healthy Fats Friday. Um, so, therapeutic carbohydrate reduction, low carb, creates a metabolic environment in which the body can use fat as a primary source of energy. That's our goal, right? Dietary fats provide essential fatty acids, is needed for the absorption of certain fat-soluble vitamins, DEA, okay? However, we all agree trans fats should be avoided when we're looking at increasing fats. So there's lists of healthy fats, trans fats, things like nuts, dairy, um, avocados, um, oils. I mean, there's a lot of healthy fats, yogurt, whole, whole um, I already said dairy, but, those are the fats I eat, and they, those are some of the fats that I eat every day. Olives I had, some olives for lunch. Um, so you can feel full, and your blood sugars will be stabilized. And it's important to understand that fat doesn't make you fat. Like, the low fat doesn't mean that we shouldn't be eating healthy fats, okay? It's really important to know that. Um, okay, Saturday low carb takeout guide. The cool thing about eating low carb or trending low carb is what I teach my teens to think of about just trend. You're trending low carb, you're cutting back on the, you're eating more healthful balanced meal meals intentionally on purpose. And uh, it doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to think about it being hard. It's okay, you're not stuck. Uh, the cool thing is that you're adding in no matter what level you go or decide on, and you don't have to decide on any level, you get to choose what you want um, and what serves you. But whatever you decide is that you're adding, you're definitely gonna be adding more protein and fat in, and then you're gonna feel more full. So even if you're going out, you can count on having more uh, fullness, not being deprived, and your blood sugars being stable. And so even if it's a change and you're going to like your favorite restaurant, you're not, you're thinking, I can't get my, um, I can't get my favorite thing here. Well, first of all, I teach you all a lot about owning your own goals and staying out of victim and being an emotional adult. And even teens can learn this, you know, own your own goals, you get to choose. So choose a goal that commands your attention and own it. And 
you can decide ahead of time where you're going to go. But don't worry when you're going out to eat. You're going to find something to eat. You're going to be satisfied. You're going to be full, okay? Many restaurants are going to have options that are actually low carb. And just check out the menu ahead of time. I taught you all about awareness before choice or ABC. Don't hesitate to ask your server um, about different sauces or different things. And also, you know, sometimes when I have something and I eat it and I'm like, oh, there's probably sugar in this glaze, um, I'm not allergic to it. So I don't make a big deal out of it, you know? And my body's so fat adapted, it really doesn't even affect me at all. And it doesn't drive more food chatter or urges and cravings at all at this point. So it's not a big deal. Like just make it simple, low carb. Low carb, make it work. You're going out for the experience. Here's life coaching. You're going out for the experience and to be with the people you care about and to have fun. You can be assured you're gonna eat well, you're gonna enjoy your food, and you're gonna feel satisfied. And you're gonna be full, okay? It's okay. Don't indulge in overwhelm about it, all right? Sunday, keep it simple, low carb. Um, planning. So do you want a meal prep? Does that serve you? Do you want to plan one day ahead of time? No problem. You get to choose. It's not about like meal prepping. It's about what you choose that helps you and that serves you. You do have to make some intentional decisions ahead of time because you're focusing on making decisions from your higher executive functioning brain and that's going to help you stick to your plan that you set for yourself and create self-trust. Oh, I showed up for myself, I kept a promise, and all we're doing is creating self-trust. And it's not even about like the food you choose to eat, it's that you, you chose the food you're gonna eat and that you showed up to stick to the plan that you chose for yourself. I can't tell you how important it is. It doesn't matter what your goal is, what action you're taking in your life. This is really the only thing that matters is that you are intentionally cultivating a goal that you set for yourself and when you reach that goal, that's what you have, is you have a whole bunch of investment in self-trust. And the return on investment in that is huge. And you learn self-love superpower, so you have your own back, so you know that no matter what you do in life, no matter what your next step is, your next goal, you're not gonna beat yourself up. You're not gonna listen to your negative self-talk. You're gonna judge yourself and it's gonna come up and there's gonna be hard times and challenges but you're gonna be able to recognize that, really mobilize your self-compassion, um, you know, show up for your human experience in life and have your own back. And then you can do whatever you want. There's no holding you back, okay? So what works best for you? Meal prepping, planning one day ahead. You just create some constraints. My coach, um, Katrina Ubal, who I started working with four years ago, um, she, in a six-month program, Weight Loss for Doctors Only, which was amazing. Shout out to Dr. Ubal. Um, listen to her podcast. It's awesome. Um, so um, she talked about creating some constraints and just keeping it simple and don't overconsume on recipes. We'll get overwhelmed. We're not wanting to change everything up that we're eating. It's really not necessary. Can you take processed carbs and sugar out of what you usually eat for like family meals and snacks, intentionally add in some protein and some fat and try a low carb swap. Like that's what I talk, I call it. Low, level up with a low carb swap, like a lettuce wrap or cheese wrap. Make sure you're planning for protein or fat every time you eat. That's it. It's really that simple, okay? All right, you're dialing in for the food. I always call it dialing in. And I think just that helps, that's science, you know? I mean, it just really helps our brains decrease urges and cravings. 
and um, helps us. It takes four weeks at least. It took me longer to get fat adapted, to go from being carbohydrate adapted, where your body's just used to being exposed and metabolizing carbohydrate for energy versus fat and and mobilizing your fat stores for energy and so depending on your level of insulin resistance depending on how long you've been insulin resistant um, depending on how many carbs you're eating now and how much you transition um, off of those simple carbs those refined sugars and processed carbs it can take you know, longer than four weeks. And the, re the when you know your fat adapt is we've been consistent with not eating a lot, eating the refined sugar or um, processed carbs. And so you'll know that. And then also hunger feels instead of like, um, kind of like a tsunami, it feels more like a wave. Okay. It feels more like a wave. It's just not as, it loses its power a bit. Okay. It's awesome. All right. All right, are there, uh, here's a few other talking points when it comes to low carb. Are there good and bad carbs? No, just food that serves you and food that, that doesn't. You can think of it anyway. That's how I think about it. It's a lifestyle, it's not a diet. It's simply eating quality food that serves our body. Again, our bodies were not made to be exposed to all the processed carbs added to our food. If you're having some, it's okay. It's okay, all right? Don't beat yourself up about it. It's no big deal. You can choose that. You can choose that. Maybe you have an exception eat. Maybe you have what's called a joy eat. I, I don't know, you get to choose it. Okay, just say, you, you can say, you can be calm about this, okay? You can say, I'm learning and curious to decide for myself. You can take the time to learn more, okay? Um, all right, so, First of all, I'm gonna also tell you, like you gotta get back to your powerful why. You've gotta have that vision for your why. What's your commitment to this? How important is this to you? How ready are you on a scale of zero to 10? How confident are you? How ready are you on a scale of zero to 10? What's in your way? Again, it's gonna be your thoughts. It's gonna be your beliefs about it, all right? This is the way that we can start to eat in ways that serve us that are satisfying, enjoyable, that our bodies were made to and created to eat like this. And you can get to your body's natural weight set point over time. Okay? Over time, it just can be simple. Make sure you add in proteins and fats when you can. All right? Up next week is gonna be week 10. Ugh, wow, it's self-love superpower week. I'm teaching you, now this is gonna be the most powerful week, week 10 is self-compassion. It's been life-changing for me to learn these tools all right it's gonna be really awesome so let's get ready and then also on week 11 sleep and stress week 12 relationships and boundaries awesome okay well I hope that's helpful make sure if you're a teen 12 to 18 you join the community all right and parents, you can have your team join the community. And we, I do parent coaching on Saturday morning once a month. And I'm doing it this Saturday morning. So join. You can get me as your coach, your teen's coach, and your as parent as a coach to help support you. All right? All right. Have an awesome week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. 
The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.